Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Amanda. And I'm Brenna. We're just three gals like to sit around, drink coffee, and talk about true crime. And also the fact that we have a merch store that you can go oh, check yes, out. we do have one of those. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, I need a shirt, or I need a mug. Or a crop top. Or Represent. a crop top. Mm-hmm. You can make absolutely, a bag. yes, a makeup bag. We have lots of little things you can check out. Um, please check that out. It's in our show Notes. Yes, yeah, so when you click on that, what is it like? See more or more on well, that like link? You click I think the it is, button and then it goes down. More. Yeah. See more, more butts. butts. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> then you'll see the link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hopefully, butts. <laughs> if you're lucky, <laughs> if you're lucky, some butts. If you're lucky, you can see butts anywhere if you try hard and believe in yourself. Amen. That's true. <laughs> but just don't That's... approach anybody. You can look at a butt from a par- from afar. Just don't. Don't, don't make it weird. Don't, don't make, make it weird. weird. <laughs> don't make it weird. Don't have any red flags. Oh, yeah, red because flags. Because we chat a lot about red flags. We sure do. Moments where some intervention could have been done about how it's important to say something if you see something. The case that I, Brenna. <laughs> Guys, we're getting a Brenna, Brenna episode. Bring to the nook today reportedly had around 100 people who knew something but said nothing. Mm. Furuta Junko Nitsuite Kita Koto ga Arimaska? So, um. Hi! Mm, hi, Sodas! On the 18th of January 1971 in Misato, Japan, the Furuta family welcomed a little girl to the world. Junko grew into your typical Japanese teenager, intelligent and popular, didn't drink or smoke, got good grades, got along well with her older and younger brother, a good kid that had dreams of becoming an idol singer. Do you guys know what an idol singer is? Like American American? Um, it's that is like based off of what they do in oh, Japan. Okay. So J- idol singers like Lady Gaga. It's like becoming like okay. an incredible oh, bigger than life see, like pop star, but like the the Carrie Underwood, the like you know. And usually it's like it's like what the K-pop like groups are. They're okay. like idol singers, you know. Hmm. So it's like you have a whole world behind you of like fans and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she had uh, ideas of wanting to be that. At 17 years old, she attended high school in Saitama and worked part-time at a plastic molding factory. She did this to save up money for a graduation trip that she had planned. On November 25th, 1988, while on her way home from work on her bike, someone kicked her bike out from under her and fled the scene. There was a witness that saw the whole thing and approached to help her. Their name? Hiroshi Miyano, 18. A boy she knew. A boy with a crush on her that had asked her out before and she politely declined a boy that offered to walk her home safely. Understandably rattled after her random attack, she accepted, and off they went. On the way, Miano lured Furuta into an abandoned warehouse where he cornered her, told her that he was in the Yakuza to scare her into submission, and raped her. Miano had a history, to say the least. In his 18 years up to this point, he committed shoplifting, damaged property, sexual assault, the works. And because the Yakuza is the Yakuza, there is some talk about whether or not he was truly involved at the time. The crime organization wouldn't keep a record of street thugs on such a low level, and at that point it would be like if Shredder had files on everyone in the Foot Clan. Shredder. Um, 
So nice. it was, yeah, it was just low. He, if he was, he's just low level, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, it was easy to just tell people you were part of it because nobody would take the risk to question you. Regardless, at the time of the crime, he had been living with his girlfriend and was working as a tile worker to save up money to marry her. He didn't feel like he was making enough money to do that, so Miano became involved with a thug and frequently committed sex crimes. This made his girlfriend lose interest in him, understandably, and so she ended the relationship. Mm-hmm. After the warehouse, Miano took Futura to a hotel where he called Joe Ogura, a 17-year-old, Shinji Minato, 16-year-old, and Yasushi Watanabe, 17 years old, to brag about what he had just done. Literally, he called his friends. Um, Ogura reportedly asked Miano to keep Futura so multiple people could assault her at, at once, something mm. the group had a history of. Ugh. At around 3 a.m. on the 26th, Miano took Futura to a nearby park where the aforementioned boys were waiting. They had learned her home address from a notebook in her backpack and told her that, that they knew where she lived and that the Yakuza members would kill her family if she attempted to escape. Also... One of these boys, Minato, looked eerily similar to the random attacker that kicked her bike the day earlier. Mm -hmm, It was mm -hmm. all planned. Mm -hmm. They kidnapped her, took her to a house that Minato's parents owned in the Arase district of Adachi, and gang raped her. The following day, on the 27th of November, Furuta's parents contacted the police about her disappearance. Once the word got out that, her, that the police were involved, the boys forced her to call her mother multiple times to convince her that she had run away and to stop the police investigation. In the early days of her capture, she was forced to pretend to be Minato's girlfriend, which she only had to do for so long because eventually the parents made it very clear they weren't going to call the cops on their son. They were too afraid of his friend Miano and his connections to the Yakuza. So these parents knew and ended up doing nothing. On the night of the 28th of November, Miyano invited two other boys, Tetsuo Nakamura and Koichi Ihara, over to Minato's house. They came upstairs to where Furuta had been kept, drank cough syrup, and pretended to be high. Furuta screamed. Miyano grabbed her legs, and Ihara put a pillow over her face. Minato's parents were awakened and went to check on the scream and were told it was nothing. After the parents left them alone... They proceeded to gang rape her more. I'm going to pause here and let you guys know that there's going to be a lot more of this throughout the story. Um, this is a story that has a lot of this in it. It's a lot of uh, violence and abuse against a very particular woman and women in general. So um, if this is one of those episodes where after these past two paragraphs you were like, whoa, then like you're good to go. You can, you can pick it up at the bloopers or you can pick it up next episode. <laughs> that is totally fine. Um, because What about me and Nicole? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I wish Minato's parents were the only ones that failed this poor girl. I really do. But the boys told everyone they had a slave at home. Everyone. And a lot of people came out to see and some to participate. It is believed that over 100 people raped her over 500 times during her capture. Oh, women and girls were absolutely there as well. They came to go see what was going on. And one report shows that a girl had even doodled on Fatura's face while she was in the middle of being beaten. So the boys would shove her in the freezer for hours when they weren't using her and made her sleep on the balcony in December. So much blood had accumulated in her sinuses from the violence that she couldn't breathe through her nose, resulting in a constant wheezing. 
Her digestive system was failing her so bad from beatings and malnourishment that she couldn't keep anything down, even the milk they would force feed her. Fear of the Yakuza and legal repercussions for participating kept people from saying anything until finally one man told his brother about Furuta and that guy called the police. Two officers were dispatched to the home and they were met at the door by Minato's parents who said there was no girl. So they left. After 20 days, she couldn't walk because she had been beaten so maliciously. Her hands, feet, and stomach were smashed with dumbbells while they tied her down. Once, when the boys were passed out after partying, Junko attempted to escape. She made it to the phone downstairs and called the police only for Miyano to take the receiver and explain that it was an accident and hang up. As punishment, they held her down, covered her legs in lighter fluid, and set her on fire. She started convulsing, and they set her on fire again. Then they held her head against the concrete face down, and the other boys jumped on it. 30 days in, she couldn't urinate properly because her genitals were damaged from being burned with cigarette lighters. It would take her over an hour just to crawl to the bathroom, and if she soiled anything on the way, she would be punished. We talk a lot about lists on this show. Personally, I notice that most of them are of horrible things like crimes or terrible items used in crimes. It's rare that I see us make a list of anything that isn't awful. Mm -hmm. So this list is no different. Um, I'm going to tell you in more detail some of the atrocities committed on this teenage girl by her peers. So if you want to skip, it will not hurt anyone's feelings. So here we go. She was raped every day in every orifice, sometimes by 12 new people a day. She suffered constant humiliation, like being left naked beaten with golf clubs, forced to smoke cigarettes and inhale paint thinner. She was urinated on frequently and forced to pleasure herself and dance to music. Was beaten every day with different objects. Dumbbells dropped all over her body. Her head was smashed into the cement ground. Fireworks were inserted into every orifice and lit. Cigarette lighters or burns and hot wax was poured on her eyelids if she tried closing her eyes during the abuse. Various objects were shoved into all orifices, like bottles, broken or otherwise, roasting needles, metal pipes, scissors, and chicken skewers. She was forced to eat cockroaches and drink urine. She was hung from the ceiling and used as a punching bag. Sewing needles were left inside of her breasts. A hot light bulb was inserted into her vagina and moved around until it shattered, and her left nipple was torn off by pliers. I'm going to take a breather and a quick sip, because that was a lot. Her face and body were severely damaged and crippled with constant bleeding. Because of the open wounds that couldn't heal because she wasn't getting nutrition from food, uh, she smelled like she was already decomposing. She was unrecognizable as a human being, let alone as Junko Futura. In December, the boy started to lose interest and proceeded to find a new victim, kidnapping and raping a 19-year-old girl just like Futura, but this one got away, and that would be important later. By January 1st of 1989, 40 days into her capture, Futura was begging to be put out of her misery. On day 44, January 4th, they forced Futura to play Mahjong, which she won, and was rewarded with a beating with an iron barbell. They poured lighter fluid on her whole body and into her eyes, then lit her with a candle. After two hours of this, the boys left her alone. She went into shock and finally died the following day. Minato's brother called to tell the boys that she had died, and everyone freaked out trying to decide what to do to avoid a murder charge. Oh, oh but the torture shit, yeah, was fun. Jesus. Mm -hmm. They wrapped her body in blankets and put it in a travel bag, along with the tape to the finale episode of a popular TV show called Tonbo. 
Fatour had expressed that she was planning on watching that episode the night she was captured and tried connecting with the boys by talking about how sad she was that she missed it. Miano found a video of it and added it to the travel bag because he thought it would make it so her spirit wouldn't return to haunt him. <sighs> I wow. hope she haunts the ever-loving fuck out of them. Yeah. Wow. No, she should do better things with her time. Yeah, go fucking go on mm. vacation. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, dude. Uh, they put that bag in a 55-gallon oil drum, filled it with wet concrete, disposed of it at a construction site at 8 p.m. on the 5th of January with a small amount of her hair sticking out. On the 23rd of January, 1989, Miano and Agura were arrested for the gang rape of the 19-year-old girl from back in December. Mm. Then, finally in March, two police officers came to interrogate them, as women's underwear had been found at their addresses. During the interrogation, Miano thought that Agura had confessed to the murder of Fatura, so he told the police where to find Fatura's body, because he's an idiot. Like, they were asking, like, what happened with this girl when the police came to talk to you? And he goes, no, that was the other one. And they were like, what other one? Because uh, those cops came to visit and yeah. then were turned away. So yeah. they're like, what about all these other reports? No, the other one. Like, oh, my God. So he's it's because the, the leader of all this, the guy that initially kidnapped her, he's a fucking idiot also. Um, and a worthless piece of shit. Totally. So, uh, the police were confused by the sudden confession because they were referring to the murder of a different, like, they were talking about a different thing, and her young son that had occurred nine days prior to Fatura's abduction, this is a case that remains unsolved, they were talking about something totally different, and he was like, no, the other lady. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, stupid. So, the police found the drum containing Furuta's body the following day. She was identified via fingerprints. On April 1st, 1989, Joe Agora was arrested for a separate sexual assault and was then re-arrested for Furuta's murder once he got arrested for the one thing. They were like, oh, yeah, also, this lady, we were looking for you for this. The arrest of Watanabe, Minato, and Minato's brother followed. So, so like, the brother even called called them and was like, she's dead now. And they were like, oh, shit. So, like, the brother was also involved. It was pretty fucked up. So several other accomplices who participated in Furuta's abuse were officially identified, including Tetsuo Nakamura and Koichi Ihara, those two that were invited over um, after they had kidnapped her and brought her to the house. Mm -hmm. They were charged with rape after their DNA was found on and inside the victim's body. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also found in Fratura's body, small glass bottles in both her rectum and vagina. Her brain size had greatly reduced due to the trauma, and she was pregnant from the multiple assaults. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my fucking God. When her mother heard the details, she fainted mm-hmm. and also ended up in a long-term stay- psychiatric hospital. Because they were being tried as minors, the boys' identities were protected. They were named A, B, C, and D, and also E and F for the other two kids that were invited later. For the two extra Asshole. boys. Butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Cunt. Dick. Elephant. <laughs> Idiot with e- an E, yeah. Idiots. And fuck Fuck him. face. Yeah. Um, so the two extra boys that they that they invited over on the 28th of November were those that E and F um, ones. But journalists found out every one of those boys' names and put those motherfuckers on blast. Oh, they yeah. Get shit. Yeah, they believe that given the severity of the crime, they did not deserve to have their right to anonymity. No. no. All four boys pled guilty to committing bodily injury that resulted in death rather than murder. Ew. So they were still tried as children, um, but then their sentencing got switched around. 
Nicole looks like she's. It makes me so angry because there's like the Central Park attack that happened with those boys. They got accused. They didn't even do anything, and they were tried. The kid was tried as an adult. Right. Mm -hmm. This is fucking insane. Mm -hmm. All these fucking kids get away with this shit, and then we've got innocent people who are getting charged as adults who are very much minors who actually didn't do any fucking thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Well, I mean, a lot of that has to do with like what do those boys look like, and like they're in Japan and they love their boys in Japan. Like you know, they love their boys in Japan. So, like, it's, of course, like, the boy is the moneymaker and he's the person. So, like, it's just, it's different. Like, it's just a little bit different, but also the same. Um, But I, you know, ridiculous. Anyways, um, so I was going to go through uh, each of them. I listed all of them out. And then I was going to go through, like, uh, what they were sentenced and then, um, like, how old they were. And if I was able to find it, what their new name is, because fuck them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hiroshi Miyano, um, he initially got a 17-year sentence and he tried appealing it, even though he was, like, the main dude behind it. So, this judge was like, nah, and gave him 20 years. Um, he was 18 years old at the time of the crime and he changed his name to Hiroshi Yokoyama. Joe Ogura, um, he got eight years. He was 18 years old at the time of the crime. He changed his name to Joe Kamisaku. Um, Shinji Minato, um, he also got eight years. Uh, he was 16 years old at the time of the crime, and some sources refer to him as Nobuharu Minato. And then Yasushi Watanabe, um, he was 17, and then he also got eight. So all of them were like, they got like pretty minimal sentences because they were youngins. According to these guys, 17 years old, the crime. So some people questioned if the Yakuza ties were to blame for the low sentences. Plus, there was some back and forth with them originally being tried as minors and then charging, like, changing the charge to be adult, like what you would charge an adult after that. Mm. As if it wasn't enough, Ogura's mother vandalized Furuta's grave, stating that she had ruined her son's life. Wow. What the ever-loving fuck. Yeah. So, as of right now... All of the boys are out of jail. Three were in for less than eight years. So that's where my coverage of those idiots ends. I've been researching this case for a long time simply because I wanted to learn more about Junko outside of her torture. And guys, it's so hard to see the lack of information on victims sometimes because the focus falls on the monsters that cause the pain. I get the fascination. We want to know the signs so we can protect ourselves. We want to see the reason. We want to understand. We know so much about these boys and their choices, psychoanalyzed for future generations, and are left learning more about the object left in Juko's body than about any accomplishments or dreams that she may have had. So, when it comes to what the boys have been up to since, you aren't going to learn that from me here today, because I don't care. They are free. They got to grow up. They got to go fall in love. They literally, a bunch of them got married. Like, they got to carry on. Their lives aren't defined by these choices, but hers was. On April 2nd, 1989, Juko Furuta's funeral was held. One of her friends stated in the memorial, Jun-chan, welcome back. I've never imagined that we would see you again in this way. You must have been in so much pain, so much suffering. The happy, which is a headband and the um, robe, we all made for the school festival look really good on you. We will never forget you. I have heard that the principal has presented you with a graduation certificate, so we graduated together, all of us. Jun-chan, there is no more pain, no more suffering. Please rest in peace. Furuta's intended future employer at an electronics store presented her parents with the uniform she would have worn in the position she had accepted. The uniform was placed in her casket. At her graduation, Furuta's school principal presented her a high school diploma which was given to her parents. 
The location near Rafruch's body was discovered has been developed since and is now Wakasu Park, a gorgeous seaside spot where hopefully her spirit finally rests. So, any final sips? My final sip is I can finally drink my fucking wine. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I like... I don't have words. I mean, I do, but like... These cases don't usually affect me. It's really hard to... It was hard to research, too. Like, it was just so hard to see so many people failing somebody, which we talk about a lot. Like, mm-hmm. But on the other side... And victims, too, obviously, like, we were just talking about, uh, what's-his-face that ate people? Like, that boy, that kid got away and then mm-hmm. was taken back, you know? So I, I get that, you know? It's so hard to talk about. And I'm grateful that we can. And it's something that's important to talk about because we need to be aware that, like, this happens so that we can help in some way later. Mm-hmm. If, like, anything seems weird, right? Yeah, it's a human being. Yeah. It's in- human. Human being. And people forgot that. Those, yeah. those fuckers forgot that. Mm-hmm. She was an object. wasn't even a she. I'm sure she was a blank thing to them. And that's fucking awful. And awful. Awful. Yeah, I don't know how anyone could do that. No. I don't. No. And so many people to get involved and think that it's okay. Oh, like a fucking game. Mm-hmm. No. It's a fucking human being. A young girl. This was planned. Yeah. The fact that they got what they got is so devastatingly awful. Yeah. Awful. I don't know what's more devastating, the fact that everyone let it happen for so long or like or that or that they didn't get anything for it. It's both. Even. I think yeah. it's both. Both yeah, of I don't those know. things. The whole thing is really fucked up. But All I know that like, like I, I I have a cousin that lives in Japan. She's been living there for a really long time. She's moving back actually because she's oh, like, is she? Yeah, because okay. like with all these other things and they have a very interesting culture, she also they have healthcare, better healthcare than here. So she's mm-hmm. like, I can't live in the US with health conditions. I gotta go away. Like she, <laughs> yeah. she's like, that's the work. So it's that kind of thing, which makes total sense. But she was there for so long. She went to college there, and, like, she went to Hosei. It's a Japanese-speaking university. Like, she married a Japanese man at one point. Like, there's mm. – she's had a whole life out there. And and it it's it's just – I you know, people fetishize that, that country so much. And sometimes I just want people to realize that, like, bad things happen everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's – there's people everywhere that are – that are willing to take advantage of stuff if they really want to. It doesn't matter how magical you think the the country is that they're from. Like, there sure. are people out there that are willing to take advantage of you. So yeah. I think it's just important to remember all that. And also, like, you know, there's tons of people that were mortified. Like, when the judge, because it was a low court that originally sentenced Miano to 17 years, and then he was like, I'm going to appeal that. And then there was, like, a high court judge that was like, no, you did awful things to this girl. Like, you're going to stay for three more years then. Like, mm-hmm. it was that kind of thing. So there are people that mm-hmm. exist, and I think it's so unfortunate that, like, something, like, a Yakuza influence can, like, get so many people to not say anything. That You know, right. going back to our uh, discussion we just recently had, like, about that that experiment, oh, right? Authority. The authority. Mm-hmm. That's the Yakuza, right? Like, that's another version of that same thing, and out of fear... But it doesn't excuse anything. That makes no. it's awful. Like just because that is there does not mean you shouldn't do the right thing. Yeah, and they've been like the thing is is like the boys were just dehumanizing her so much yeah. to everyone 
around that it's like it's that same authority thing where if they're being told that she's not a person and that it doesn't matter then they're going to believe that to a degree yeah I mean you in a smaller scale you witness that in schools with bullying right mm-hmm. if, if someone targets a, a kid in school that kid becomes nothing and other people will begin bullying on yeah. them because of that person doing that it's an awful thing mm-hmm. awful awful thing yeah it was a really um, heavy case Doing the research on it was really rough because I was like, even because what sucks is like I did go through and tell you like like mostly everything that happened. But like I didn't leave anything out because it was too graphic, but because I partly wanted and I know that's why it's done this way and why a lot of people cover this case. It's important to talk about the severity of the crime to understand how frustrating and like outrageous the uh, accountability and the lack Mm -hmm. of accountability was. Mm -hmm. Right. So as much as it was like. I hate that I know more about, like I said, I hate that I know more about what was inside of her than, like, what she cared about. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so shitty. But it's, like, her life was cut so short that, like, she didn't, we didn't get to learn those things. But those boys got to live on. A couple of them Mm -hmm. got married. A few of them, like, you know, you can, honestly, you can look it up. But they, because I I was like, I don't care about them anymore. Like, I'm tired of it being about what they did to her. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Some of them just went back. Some of them went back in and out of prison. Like, it was that whole thing. But, you know, and then even see one of their mothers vandalizing the grave because she was so dehumanized. Ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Well, because, you know, ruined her son's life. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, as ridiculous as that is, though, I, that's not the first time that stuff like that's happened, right? Yeah, a parent, no. it's also a sense of denial, right? Like, Absolutely. no way did my son do the wrong thing. No, no way did that happen. Because that's terrifying also. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Did you guys ever watch the, I think I sent the links, I didn't want to forget it because I was going to bring it up for this. Did you guys ever watch the TED Talk of one of the mothers of the Columbine shootings? I did not. Yeah, I sent I, I sent a link to you guys so that I wouldn't forget for this episode oh, today. <laughs> but um, it's super compelling. I'll put it in show notes. It's, she's, it's her talking about the whole experience of like her son was a Columbine shooter and what happens after that and the experience of that. And right. Like, yeah. So it's got to be, it's so, it's got to be so crazy. It's very compelling. But I appreciate you guys um, being able to white knuckle through that with me. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sorry for one. ruining your day. No, like, I it's, knew this case. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, it unfortunately is told a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody covers it. And yeah, everybody covers it and it's fucking rough. And I commend you for bringing it to everyone's attention in the way that you did because mm-hmm. it is very important that we remember her as a human being mm-hmm. and that she had hopes and dreams and aspirations and those things still matter mm-hmm. and that's really important so yeah i i you know what this what the school did and the thing you read about her friend saying like all of that was really beautiful and and that they're able to to find something beautiful and ways to to remember her and honor her that's really what started to get me that's yeah. when i started to cry because it was like yeah, she was so much more. Yeah. She was wonderful. And what's what's really great too is that they turned that whole that park that I was talking about. They turned that whole like construction site where they found her. Like just they just because what are you gonna do with it? Like what they're gonna they they're right. demolishing that school that the yeah, shooting I was, was just at. Like say that. Mm-hmm. they just get rid of it and just new thing. You know, mm-hmm. I know like we've there's been tons of discussion about what to do with the. Route 91 shooting land. Like, they don't know what to do with that. I, think they were, I, I heard they were going to make it into a memorial site, yeah. which honestly, like, yeah, that's kind of...
kind of what you should do with it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't put anything that's no in the the case I'm going to bring next week. I won't get to it in the first part, but the where everything takes place also gets demolished. Mm. Yeah. Because you just kind of have to at some point. Because weirdos will be like, I want to go to there. Yeah. Well, it's like Gacy's house, like everything. Or Dorothea Puente's house. That's a whole museum now. mm you have to because unfortunately there are sick fucks mm-hmm. there just are people that want to like recreate stuff and are obsessed about things which like listen those are in, like intrusive thoughts that you can allow to pass mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> I get the obsession but also so yeah um, I appreciate you guys so much for, for getting through that with me and thank you for the beans for beans. also getting through it with me I know it was a very uh, graphic one and we got through it together we did we did we're here for you beans yeah yes Thank you for all of that on this episode of Morning Murders. I don't normally do that. I was just trying it on. I I didn't like it. it. You've done it before. I know. You did it. I know. I didn't like it. I tried it again. (laughs) I didn't like it. Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. Remember to stop by every Monday for a new episode. And you can always check out our resources and mental health links in our show notes. If you enjoyed listening to our highly caffeinated conversation, please leave us a five-star rating and check us out on Instagram. At Morning Murders. That's at M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G-M-U-R-D-E-R-S. If you have any stories you'd like to hear discussed around the breakfast nook, email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank Thank you you for listening. Listening. Strikes again. Strikes again. Well, I hope both of you enjoy being zodiac. You've been zodiac. Can we okay. make you stickers that say you've been zodiac? As soon as we figure out who he is, so that those five people that died didn't aren't dead in vain. Yes. Capitalize off of that motherfucker. I was just watching that Dark Tourist thing. Oh my god, I love Dark Tourist. Oh um, yeah, I wish there was more episodes. It like I loved how like grossed out and mortified they were on their Jeffrey Dahmer tour, where oh the lady god. was like, "You are not speaking to Jeffrey Dahmer." Yeah. It's like that motherfucker would not be in that bar, you no, weirdo. Like, would not. <laughs> capitalize off of people dying. Like I remember seeing that. It was I was like, that's so. God, that dead. story about that makes me so mad. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, Dahmer. Oh, it's just a lover's dispute. Give him back to Dahmer. Yeah. Ugh. He almost got and away. Mar- and then he murdered him. Yeah. Cool. Cool, I Nicole. know. Nicole. 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 I'm going to with my diaphragm. Nicole. Watch Nicole. this documentary Nicole. on him. Nicole. 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 Amanda. 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 Party till I die with a handheld eye. Fuck him up, fuck him up. I love that song. I'm sure I was like, it's a TikTok thing. I was like, that's fair. I found it on Spotify one time while looking up some stupid shit, and I was like, yes, same with my handheld eye. Same. Fuck him all, fuck him bye. 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 Ready? Yeah.